It's Wednesday. You know what that means? Club and Seals. That's right. I'm back. Aisha Kreitz, your host with Clubbing Seals. And I want to, I guess, pick up where we left off the last time and maybe go over a few things that happened over the week. No way I can get to them all. So much going on. But we did leave off with multiculturalism, if you remember. And though I don't think that the meshing of cultures is really multiculturalism, um, really more like uh, when you refuse to mesh or blend and or, or be a melting pot and uh, you keep your own culture while everything else is going on. You know, that's more like multiculturalism in my mind. I don't know how you view it, but I would still want to explore the notion that we cannot or should not criticize things within a culture that are bad as though everything is beneficial. It's more but, like the supremacy of the uncultured trying to rule over the existing culture. And before we do that, though, uh, let me bring up something a little bit similar in a way. It was in the news, uh, the Amber Geiger Botham gene case. Um, I'm sure you guys may have heard about it. Uh, white lady, cop, off-duty, black guy in his house. She kills him, uh, thinking it's her place. And uh, again, everything that's ensued since. Absolutely tra- tragic. Uh, I'm glad that she was found guilty, uh, as she should have been. But uh, we don't get, you know, we we don't get to go around accidentally killing people and it's just being like. Oops, sorry, you know, cop or not. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the case itself or if she is a racist or if she did it deliberately or not. I don't think, you know, that's, that's not where I'm at right now. Uh, she's been convicted and that poor family. I cannot imagine the heart-wrenching pain um, of your family just being ripped from you like that. You know, I know there's a lot of cases um, where you know, people just are taken from people. Uh, this was senseless, and the world is so cruel. I'm glad they're getting through it with Jesus, though. Uh, I know that's the only way I could even remotely make it through something like this, and then I'm not even sure how I would fare. Uh, hopefully I wouldn't have a glass of wine in my hand the whole time, and I represent Jesus properly, you know? Um, which really brings me to what I wanted to talk about. Uh, the young man, Botham's brother, who went on stand and forgave her. Just wow. I mean, from every angle, it is such a display of Christ. Um, I'm not sure I'd be able to be big enough to do it personally. Uh, I hope I would. I'd like to say I would. Um, but the truth is, I don't know. People... From that, you know, like when I was looking at it, you know, I shared in a viral video and, you know, people are like, why are they sharing that part? And I'm like, well, people cling to it because, you know, it brings hope and it's a powerful display of just how we can be towards one another, you know, accident or not. You know, I have seen some horrendous comments, though, um, on my own Facebook page. Uh, Feel free to check me out on Facebook. Um, but as well, just like under the actual video as well. And even by Christians, I mean, 
that really took me aback. And I don't not get taken aback very often. But I mean, forgiveness is foundational. It's a foundational principle to our faith. Boo! Christians who don't believe in forgiveness. Boo! <laughs> I mean, how do you disparage? <laughs> how do you disparage anyone from forgiving? Or moreover, disparage his family, this guy. It's absolutely appalling. You know, let's let's assume, just just for a moment, right? Assume the worst. That the Amber Lady is a racist, like they're saying, uh, against blacks and the family. Right. They had to sit through all the text and all the things that, you know, again, that she's learning. Oh, she's a racist, doesn't like black people. Um, and they believe that she did it on purpose for some unknown reason. Right. Let, let's just stick with that. And still Brandt, the brother of the gunned down innocent man, sits there and says, I forgive you. And then he tells her, and if you ask God, I know that he will forgive you too. Bam! I mean, bam! It's right there. Right? Love your enemy on display. God said, uh, God who died for us while we were yet sinners and hated him, died for us. Bam! Here, this Christian family is living it. That's some powerful stuff. That's why people share it. That's why people cling to it. And I know... Uh, we're not perfect, and as I've said, I'm not sure that I could do it, uh, but I know that we're called to, right? Love on display. Love your enemies. Love your fellow man. And I think this guy, right, maybe he saw, right, from his own self that he needed to have that forgiveness and put it out there so that he could start um, putting his pieces back together the way that he needed to, and I think that people should you know, be kind uh, to this young man and be like Bravo versus uh, just saying horrible things to him. And maybe we can get some healing up in here. You know what I'm saying? We need it. All right. But no, along come the social justers, the warriors. They come out trying to keep hate alive. Well, I'll tell you what, Christian, you better put your face in that Bible. And let not the world consume you. You tell them what it means to be Christian and not vice versa. Anyway, good on Eugene family. Do you good. remember that funeral we went to for, I think, Virginia, her name was, from church? Her son was shot oh, and yeah. killed. She was like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, she had, she was dying of cancer at the time. She yep. was like, just a smile on her face, and she had so much faith. And, I don't know, that, that was... Yeah, her, yeah. She I mean, was, it, it, I don't, this isn't like super, super unique. I mean, when, when people of faith right. deal with that stuff, they deal with it right. Right. It just happened to be this was so. Powerful. I never forgot it. I mean, that was like, shoot, that was the most powerful thing I'd ever seen. Well, yeah. Just her ability to handle her son's funeral with such with a grace smile. and yeah. Oh man. I mean, that's part of what it is, right? As Christians, that being able to go through when you really have that faith to go through things and show the world, hey, this is how you go through it. Uh, with Christ uh, versus without, you know, um, and, and I think the Allison family, I mean, I hope they're able to do that and continue to do that, you know, else I mean, the Allison family, anger. sorry, I meant the Jean family, Allison is the mom, and uh, 
you know, good on her for raising such a godly young man. What were you saying? So everybody else gives into their anger. Yeah. Come on. So, you got the emperor on their shoulder. Give into your anger. <laughs> it's so easy, right? But we'll be praying for justice uh, to continue and to prevail uh, with this family. And that shalom, uh, the inner and outer harmony and peace of God would surround the Jean family, and they'll find a way to rebuild. Um, you know, speaking of, you know, I was, I was talking to the kids this week, kind of around this and some other things about love and what real love is, and some really good stuff came out of it, uh, especially like we're talking about marriage and, and different things like that. But anyway, I got a little sidetracked there. Uh, so what else is in the news this week? All right. Um, a lot of things. That I'd like to. T- oh wait, wait, wait! Before we do that, we'll talk about the Pope. The Pope. The Pope. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's this come back to that. All right, all right, all right, all right. let's no, come back Pope. to that. Right. We call him the Pagan Pope now. Come on. Oh, come all right, on. Keep going. Go ahead. All right, all right. It's the Pagan Pope. Um, I, I wanted to go back just real quick, right? The multicultural culture stuff, right? I think a lot of the problems that we do see, again, multiculturalism, separating yourself, making your culture separate, right? But more than that, a lot of the problems that we see in America aren't even necessarily like cultural. Um, I mean, they are cultural versus color. A lot of times people want to assign it to being color. But again, uh, black culture in Philadelphia is different than black culture in upstate New York, which is different than black culture in North Carolina, Key West, Florida. I mean, you can't put them all together and be just be like, oh, hey, all things, you know, black uh, or white, again, Southern white folks and their mannerisms different than Northern white. Um, so again, I think that the issue is more about culture than color or more on the social or economic status than color. I think that's fair. I don't know if you do, but hey, I'd love to hear your opinion on that. Um, What I think that it comes down to is that if we're being serious, that you can't live somewhere where people don't have a shared language, right? You need a shared history, a shared culture. There has to be something that is shared in order for us. All right, actually, let me rephrase that a little bit, okay? I don't necessarily, I mean, you can obviously live somewhere if you don't have a shared language or whatever, but I mean in peace to where you have a decent society that is working, right? Um, you you have to have a shared history. That's what made America work, is that we were building a history together. Shared language. You have to have those things and then everything can work smoothly. There have to be some bridges where things mesh and some things fade away. There's a good and there's a bad, Right? Yet today, these multicultural cultist type people, right? I mean, they're actually people who are advocating segregation, right? Self-segregation. That's right. Three club seals for those folks, right? Go to Canada if you'd like. Um, Got a lot of space up in Canada. You go live alone (laughs) up there. Leave us alone. Right? Think about it. Take your culture with you. People come to America for a better life, and then they get here, and the multicultural cultists want them to keep every aspect of their culture instead of blend. And then they'll call us imperialists if we dare criticize some of the bad habits 
or traditions that they may have. And you know why they want them to keep their culture? Because their culture was put into place to keep them poor. And the Democrats in this country, the multiculturalists, make money grifting off the welfare state. So if you've got a lot of people that are trained to be poor, the Democrats will grift off the system or the that establishment. keeps you, you know, True. Poor I mean, and keeps you down. I mean, if and the establishment came over here and you know, all the succeeded in all that, Democrat, Republican, alike. Hey, I'm talking. I hear you. Three club seals on you interrupting. When? Oh, no, you. All right. So, right? <laughs> he was, you know, I'm right. just saying. It's Democrat, Republican, alike. That's all. No, all right, you know, well, yeah, I'm a Republican, yeah. just so you know, in case anyone doesn't know. Right? Well, there but you go. That's the all establishment. Is. Uh, is a blend of progressives on both sides. And, uh, you know, they do want to keep us. I agree 100%. Um, the same goes with the poor for this country. I well, mean, they are the poor. They want them to be poor. Well, no, I just mean like There's poor that are, that are in this country, right? That, they they, they don't down. migrate here, but born into the country. Uh, same thing. How dare we say anything against a culture that is less fortunate, right? Or those that are poor in this, even if the observations are valid, um, that will help them lift them out of poverty in some way. They're the, the progressives, right? The establishment, those who want to keep everyone poor. I mean, they're nuts, right? They By the have way, free Hong Kong. Free Hong Kong, that's right. They know. I mean, they're over there flying the American flag. Right? We're over here disparaging the American flag. Not us, not me. I would never. But, and then over there in Hong Kong, they understand the freedom that we They're have. They're singing our national you know? anthem in Hong Kong. Yeah. We got people kneeling, Take that, protesting Trent. our national anthem. And over the in NBA. Hong Kong. Oh, down with the NBA. Yeah. Five club seals for the NBA. <laughs> anyway, the other illusion. Five clubbing seals for South Park for sticking up to China, though. I know, but South Park, I don't know, I still They did stick up to China. They're so dirty, so foul mouth. You know? It's called satire. I know. I used to watch South Park a long time ago. It's so but hard it is now. satire though. in the... In the uh, I have to scrub myself It's afterwards. in the medium of the degenerate. Yeah. Um, the, uh, so another illogical part, right, of the multiculturalist cultist, um, you know, and I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but the same people who would like us to separate ourselves... Right? They want us to self-segregate, get mad at the folks who want to move away. So that doesn't make any sense. It's, it's very emotional and arbitrary. For example, uh, you work really hard. You want to move out of a high crime area or a slum area, a ghetto, however it is that you want to, you know, uh, maybe live up in the mountains. It doesn't matter. Right? And you want to disparage people for wanting to work to get themselves out of it. They sacrifice. They do a lot of things. You're like, hey, maybe in two generations I can get out. But then these cultural cultists tell you that you're the bad guy, right? They turn around and want to then transplant, right? I move somewhere, middle-class place. I'm like, hey, crime is low. Houses are nice. People take care of their yards, whatever, right? However it is that whatever your idea of uh, a neighborhood that you'd want to live in. But then they want to come and transplant the very folks that you're trying to get away from, to separate from, and transplant them in that area. And then subsidize the housing in that area so they can live there. That's foolishness, right? So 
Then you have to come back to, again, I don't know how their mind works. Then you have to come back to, so should we self-segregate or not? Or are only a certain people allowed to self-segregate, right? I am not allowed to move out of the neighborhood um, that I'm from because, you know, I'm tired of it. I want my kid to be able to walk to a store. Um, but then you want me to self-segregate, right? So you want me to kick the people out, but then you want to put me back, put those people back in that neighborhood. It makes no sense. Uh, multiple cultures are foundationally dysfunctional, in my opinion. I mean, I, I, I really can't figure out um, why they just are so arbitrary sometimes. You know, and I'm all for drawing the good from various cultures, right? But some cultures just don't have very many good things to draw from. That's why people are leaving particular cities, environments, countries, right? So if you're leaving your country because you don't like some of the things happening, do us a favor and leave the bad culture home, right? Or again, if I'm coming from the hood, I need to leave some of those bad cultural habits there. I want a quiet neighborhood. I don't need you bumping, you know, I don't need to go and then start bumping music at two o'clock in the morning. Well, I, and, you know, it's still the same thing as before. It's always about the welfare state needing new clients and more clients. And then the welfare state grifters rifting off the system. Right. Look, uh, we were talking about, right? Yeah, same these same people will leave. Anything. It would put them out of business. Some doctors will, but I think no, they haven't the holistic... cured anything since polio. Hey, you go to some of the holistic places and they haven't cured anything. Well, no, I'm just saying, not all doctors are bad, but I. I didn't not say a they're fan. bad. I said they don't cure anything because it put them out of business. True. The government doesn't let them. More like pharmaceuticals. Cure anything because but it put them out of business. Those are other questions. Those are other, you know, same same, yeah, same, definitely the same, uh, same line. Um, look at the, going back, right, like California, right? You'll have the progressives, the liberals who've destroyed California, right? Their own state, and then they want to, like, move out because they're like, oh, my gosh, we can't, the taxes, uh, the homeless, all these things, your policies have absolutely destroyed this um, state, right? It's not the state that's bad. It's the people in the state, right? And then they want to go to another state that's doing well, and you want to bring those same policies that destroyed California to Texas, right? Well, no, if you want to move, then say, hey, uh, we did that, and we aren't going to bring these policies. But they're not. They want to destroy the next um, state down the way. They're like a disease. Yeah. Liberals. There's um, but, nothing good about them. If they move into your neighborhood, get out while you can. <laughs> It's like a horror movie, man. So if you're supposed to love everyone, no, Jesus, yes, you are. God, you can love them God says to love in another God. county. It's easier to love them if they're in another county. So mean, so mean. It's not mean, uh, it's just realistic. Right. Liberals are bad. There ain't nothing good about them. Keep going. We have plenty of liberal friends. Doesn't I don't know what you're talking about. about. It's just not true. Anyway, there are, and there are, so there are a lot of positives, right, to cultures. That come, like I said, we need to keep the good, conserve the good things, and get rid of the bad. Build upon those things that are good, right? Uh, some of the op some observations, positives, right? I mean, Wait, look at our number system. 
but our numbers just don't. Let's start the pagan cult. Let's have some good stuff going on. We use Arabic numerals today instead of Roman numerals, right? Even though our civilization derived from Rome, and the Arabs themselves got the the numerals from India. What about paper, printing, books, right? Uh, all those aspects of Western civilization came out of China, all right? Sharing is caring. I know. <laughs> hate it when I say that. But it's true. Oh, it is. Yes, it is. Be happy. Um, so there's a lot of advancements society can make, and they and, and that happens by making judgment calls. And often those judgments um, are because you abandoned one cultural feature in favor of using another. I don't think that's multiculturalism or cultural appropriation. It's simply good judgment. You know what I'm saying? It's it's uh, what America is, melting pot, right? You see bad things in a culture, eliminate them. Unless you think things like slavery or cutting off a girl's clitoris or having sexual relations with a nine-year-old um, is a good thing, right? That seems like a nice segue into the pagan pope. All right. Well, let's take a little break, a little music break, and uh, we'll come back and maybe we'll see the pope. I don't know. So I guess we're going to talk about the Pope here in a minute, because if I don't, uh, somebody in the studio is going to explode. All I know is that uh, most of the arguments for the so-called multiculturalism are inconsistent and downright silly. The only reason um, that I see that it has been taken so seriously to even become a college degree study is literally Satan, Right? What a great way to keep people divided. Tell them nothing in your culture or your history, right, is bad. So you keep it. And yet, do not let anyone else use your culture or its cultural appropriation, right? So if everything is so awesome, why would you not want other people to use it? But then, not only can you not use it, but let us live amongst ourselves, segregate ourselves. And if anyone tries to move away as you're trying to segregate yourself, you insist that they can't do it or a slice of them goes with you, right? No sense. But whether they like it or not, that's the way it has to be, all right? The only thing is you can't be part of it. 
you can just stare and point and be like, oh, what are they doing? This culture that they're not allowed to be part of unless you say, hey, this part is okay, right? And then as they're pointing and staring because they don't understand something, then you can come back and assassinate their character because they don't understand the very thing that you're saying that they can have no part of. Otherwise, it's cultural appropriation. That's Satan. That's Eliza Satan. And those are the type of things that we really need to start putting our foot down about. Anyway, let me get off of that. Been a little bit long. Sorry about that. Something that's been bothering me for a little bit, you know. Um, so, the Pope. The Pope today announced that he thinks we should have sins against nature for the benefit of Mother Nature. Now, this is not a knock against Catholics. It's a knock against this Jesuit pope who is quite liberal and unbiblical simply because when you worship a false god like Mother Nature, you are worshiping a god that is not God. He says, thou shall have no other gods before me. That means no other gods, period. That includes Mother Nature. She is not a god. She does not exist. I do not acknowledge her. Now, I'm not saying don't take care of the environment, but let's get real. That's right. You cannot sin against nature. If you believe you can sin against nature, you are worshiping a false god. You can check out the series on the FDF or the website that we've been doing on sins against nature. And, and again, but let me just real quick, right? And again, this is not about being a conservationist because God calls us to be good stewards of the earth. I'm better for the right. environment than any liberal has ever been. Right. Liberals just so, talk a big game. But there's a line that's drawn jack. there. You know, so so we're not saying that, right? We're going to train our minds in truth. But, yeah, having a sin equal. He's talking about sins against nature being equal to sins against God that are drawn up in the Bible. I mean, this is just pure, pure darkness. And, you know, at a time when diocese in Buffalo and Rochester are going bankrupt or have already filed for bankruptcy to protect the church against having to pay out to children that they've you know sexually molested. Even though this is what he's worrying about? Look true. at how about drawing up sins against having sex with little children? That's you know, I think you should put some focus on right. that. And there's a lot of people who are I think coming back at that as well, you know. Again I know they're saying that they're not um you know, going bankrupt for that reason. We have, well, time will tell. We have to wait. Sometimes you do have to take people at their word. Um, again, it's, they don't have a good track record. But again, there are bigger things, absolutely, in the Catholic Church that need to be worried bishops, about. And this is what you're and worried the, about. What they're worried about is things like climate change and stuff. But again, it's big money. And, you know, unfortunately. It's bread and circuses. We see a. a here, see look a over here at the environment. Forget about the priest having sex with children. That's all it is. Pope's <laughs> anyway, trying to misdirect so we, your eyes. Speaking of misdirected, did you see they, um, right, they had some of these uh, pedophiles uh, that were talk, you know, admitting that the drag queen, drag, the kids and drags queen. is actually sexual, right? I mean, we have all of these different things that are going on. And is it, it right, the, the left... Um, the progressives, um, even you know, again, so it's not just the left, but the progressives, right, in both parties 
always with this. Oh, don't pay attention to these social issues as they're constantly skirting it underneath. I mean, how are you trying to literally lower the age of sexual consent to like 10 and then at the same time having these kids that are 10 in drag and bars and then try and tell us that it's not about sex, right? Now, of course, we have these people coming out and they're saying, okay, well, that, that is true. And so if I go back to that whole culture, I mean, that's bad. That's a bad cultural thing. We should not be allowing something like that to happen. We have to, at some point, stand up and speak out. I know you would think that it, it should be relatively easy for us to be like, yeah, no, it's not okay to, you know, put 10-year-olds in a bar, that in itself, but whatever, uh, dancing provocatively in drag uh, for people to, you know, for them to be paraded. You'd think that that should be easy, but it's not. But again, we can barely even do that as it pertains to Planned Parenthood, okay? Um, they are literally harvesting baby parts, and people want to argue about that. The CEO of STEM Express just testified that their firm is supplying Stanford University with human hearts taken from babies. And they have to be beating. Yeah, the, right? They're ripping they, hearts out of living babies. you got to be beating. The heart has to be beating. Then put it into a solution while it's beating so they can make it beat again later at Stanford. Right. I mean, that's, that's satanic. satanic. Yeah. It's satanic. Right out of Temple of Doom. Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom where they ripped the guy's heart out. It's not, it's not funny. You know, it's it's sick, but you would think that we should be able to come to a point where we're like, hey, this isn't okay, right? Uh, regardless of, like, there's one thing. I mean, if it's not a baby, then it can't have a heartbeat, right? It can't have a beating heart. How are you going to use it for scientific research if it's not a kid? I would at least think you'd have the decency or that we could agree that you could say, hey, that life doesn't have any worth, or maybe you think it has less worth, or the only worth that it's going to have is as scientific research, but at least admit or, that it's a child. Or it could be, you know, parts could be paired with Chianti and fava beans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's so heartbreaking. In the words of Donald Those Trump, are some... these people are sick. And, you know, and again, this is something I would say as a culture that is bad and that should be eliminated out. Being post-abortive myself, I can tell you when I hear stories, when I hear stories like that, you know, being post-abortive myself, I, it brings me not to a good place. Uh, I often wonder, you know, hey, was that my kid, right? Did my kid be used as an experiment? Is that what I did? Um, I think as a society, we can do better, right? Um, we should be able to look at this issue and say there's a better way um, to overcome this atrocity. Uh, it is a human rights issue. And anyway, we'll get into that uh, a, a little bit more. Um, we're running a little long and maybe next time around, we we'll figure out something better to do with our unwanted babies. I know. Speaking unwanted. of things that are unwanted. Or babies. Mitt Romney. <laughs> found out why he hates Trump so oh, much. Yeah. 
His uh, son is on the board of a Ukrainian energy company, along with Pelosi's son, not same So energy incestuous, company. the... And then, you know, Biden, of course. <laughs> Biden's going down, sliding by. Wait, 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 we'll save that for next time, you know, that's, no, the Ukrainian and the energy company, how incestuous these uh, pol politicians are, and, you know, why they're all, again, love or hate Trump, Republican there are some good things that's going, yeah, you know, uh, there's a lot of them that are all doing it together, but we're running quite long, and so next time around, um, let's pick up on that, and again, uh, Every four Saturday, just so you know, we do have a standout for lifetime. Um, if you're in the Rochester, upper um, upstate New York area, uh, people come from Buffalo even, Syracuse, come on out and stand with us, Planned Parenthood and University. Uh, you can inbox me if you want more information on it. We stand 9.30 to 10.30 once a month, right? It's a sacrifice of your time, but I'm telling you it's worth it. Um, so there's that, and again, um, next week, we'll talk a little bit more about that and a couple other things. Free if you have any on. questions or some topic that you want us to start talking about, please let us know. Thank you for listening to Clubbing Seals. This has been Aisha uh, Kreitz with Clubbing Seals and Free my cohort. Have a great, <laughs> have a great week.